Welcome to Too Smart for This, a podcast dedicated to knowing better and doing better for ourselves and others, hosted by me, Alexis Barber. In this show, we invite real people and experts to share their stories about how they navigate an ever-demanding society and talk about the personal decisions we make from career to health and wellness. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. It is Friday, and I am here to talk about, you know, just all my insecurities to and hopefully make everyone else feel better about them too. So, I wanted to revisit what started my entire like last few months of Instagram presence, which is dieting and diet culture, and talk a little bit about where I stand now in the entire like dieting, diet culture realm. And that has it's been a bit of a whirlwind. So I think I'll just give a little bit of a background and then talk about the few ways that I have stayed away from wanting to start restricting once again and the few ways that I have been like prioritizing having like a healthier slash in line with my values lifestyle as opposed to a restrictive one that has the intention of changing my body in order to satisfy other people's expectations of what my body should look like. So for background, I about a year ago got into this very popular New York City-ish diet. Um, It was very restrictive and I was eating about or aiming to eat 1,200 calories a day or less. I uh, feared carbs. I was actually drinking more alcohol than was probably good for me because the diet didn't demonize alcohol but did demonize bananas. So I did everything I could to sort of stay within these these diets, but then like I'd be so hungry that I'd binge eat. Like I would also just comfort eat. Like it was like very much a back and forth cycle. Like you can understand like where that comes from. And this happened for a long time. And I had a little Instagram. I was part of like the community that did all of it on Instagram, but I just was like lying to myself and to everyone else because like I still was just not treating myself with respect. I mean, like clearly I was like eating nothing, then eating everything, drinking a lot, then pretending like everything was fine on Instagram, pretending like everything was fine with all my friends. Like I never expressed like what was actually going on. And this came to a head in June and July when during George Floyd's, um, like the protests of the summer, I recognized that I had been scammed clearly uh, because I was spending all this time thinking about what I looked like and how many carbs and how many calories I was eating as opposed to what was going on in the world, as opposed to doing the things I wanted to do, as opposed to self-improvement and self-love, whereas I was really in a place of self-loathing and just constantly like focused on 
what other people thought of me. And this was not just in my body. Like this was in my like accolades, everything that I did. I wanted to be, I sought approval from other people. And a lot of it was subconscious. Like I wouldn't wake up every day and be like, oh, well, what does XYZ think of me? I was like, I have to be the best. But when I took a step back this year of realizing like, why did I feel like I had to be the best? It was because I wanted other people to accept me because I hadn't really accepted myself. So ever since July, I have taken a break from dieting um, and I stopped in July to and August. In the month of August, like I ate whatever I wanted. Same with like September is when I sort of first got a dietitian and started like making a few changes, but you know, life happens. So it's really been like a place where I've really just eaten whatever I wanted and I have not weighed myself at all since the entire, I don't know, the whole time, um, over six months. And this week, and while I was in Rwanda, it was the first time where I was like really frustrated with what I looked like. And I started getting to back into that place where I wanted to change my body. And there are a few things that obviously triggered that. Like the first one being that I was in a warmer climate where like a lot more skin was shown and I was meeting my boyfriend's family for the first time. And so that just made me like insecure. Then there was, and I came, I had like hormonal changes with my birth control, I think, where I, I, just sort of like bloat really crazy or like have this water weight where I feel like nothing fits and like it just happens all of a sudden and that just makes me so frustrated and then just like recently I've just felt like I can see changes where I just feel bigger and I can't tell because like obviously I'm not weighing myself so amid this frustration I like didn't fit into this pair of jeans and I just like literally started like having a panic attack right there And so that just goes to show you right now, like I am not at a place where I'm like 100% like good with dieting, with mental, with mental like diet culture, dealing with like the pressures of the outside world. Like it's been over six months of me recognizing that dieting is bad for, for me, for myself, for the entire society. And I still face these moments where it's like, if I was just this size, then like I would be happy with it thing is I in those moments that do happen for me there are a few things that I have to do in order to get myself back to a place that's in line with my values and the first one is to remind myself of what diet culture is rooted in and why I'm feeling this way and to forgive myself for it so the reason that diet culture and dieting itself is not in align with my alignment with my values is because it was created out of a racist, misogynistic place in order to keep black people and to keep women from moving up in society because of placing moral virtue, attaching that to our sizes. And so I have to remind myself every moment, like, no, this is not something that I agree with and it hurts this community and the society so much. Like I am not going to take part in hating myself in order to change myself, in order to, you know, get approval from others. So I stop myself there. The next thing is I forgive myself for wanting to be a smaller size because it is so ingrained in everything around us to 
be or look a certain way in order to be seen as valuable, that when I do crave doing that, it's not a reflection of like, I'm not strong enough to like get rid of diet culture. It's in fact, just a reflection of like the society that I'm in right now. And that I have to let go of that. And by letting go of it and forgiving myself for when it does happen for me getting upset, like it makes total sense. So I'm not just going to sit here and be like upset that I actually like succumb to it because I know how to get myself out of it. The second thing is right now when I'm feeling like kind of like not as confident in what I look like, I like take a second to force myself to like look in the mirror and be grateful for what my body can do and where it is instead of like what it looks like and to just remind myself that my value and my worth does not come from the mirror that's where I start. And the last thing is to remind myself about of, again, my intentions and whether or not they are in alignment with my values. So sometimes over the last six months, I've noticed that I'm not necessarily eating for nutrition. I'm not eating to do some to for like enjoyment, but rather I'm just eating out of stress, fear, and control freak issues. And that itself is something that I will work on. And by that I do that by asking myself in the moment, it's like, okay, do you want to eat this like whole bag of chips because, you know, you think it's going to like help you with anything? And if that the answer is sometimes yes, all right. But if the answer is like, no, this is sort of just like a gluttonous thing that I'm just doing because I know I can because I know that like I'm not on a diet like as a rebel a rebellion to diet culture like I don't necessarily need to do that you know so um instead I remind myself of the reason that I choose to eat nourishing foods or the reason I choose to eat any food at all and the reason I choose to work out and all of those are that I want to live longer and I would like to have longevity and overall health. I do have an autoimmune disease. I have multiple sclerosis. I will talk about that probably at another time, but having MS means like I don't really have a choice as to whether or not I prioritize my health because in order to keep my symptoms at bay and to live a longer life or hopefully just not have as many symptoms at all, Uh, clearly, you know, eating and living a healthy, nutritious lifestyle is important. So I have long been deeply frustrated with the fact that I have an autoimmune disease. And it's like in response to having MS, I think I, one, like completely block it out where I just like refuse to think about it. And when I do have to think about it, like have a panic attack, like a child, I did find out I had MS when I was 15, so I just never really processed it. And then the other thing is like, again, that rebellious spirit of like, oh, well, like I'm just going to like do this because I can instead of like thinking about how to like love myself and like act in a place of love when I eat or when I work out or when I have a or I do something um, that has to do with nutrition or health. Instead of thinking like, oh, well, I'm just going to do X, Y, Z because like I don't care that I have a mess, like I don't care, like whatever. I just have to remind myself like it's okay to be frustrated that I have to think more about health than the average 22-year-old. It's okay to be frustrated by that. What's not okay is to self-sabotage in the name of, you know, 
self-care. So um, I think a lot of people do that, myself included, uh, self-sabotage in the name of self-care. But I remind myself that like it's okay to be frustrated by this, but I'm going to make this choice because it's the best thing for me long term as opposed to because I like am doing it for other people. I make healthy decisions for me and I don't do them for other people. So those are a few things that I do and that's sort of where I stand in terms of my experience with dieting and my experience with diet culture and where I stand today. No, I don't look in the mirror and like love myself an insane amount because that's just like not where I am. It's been six months and I'm still healing from the overall like mental need to please others, but also overall healing from the idea of not having to restrict every single thing I'm eating. So I give myself grace, but I also remind myself that it's important to eat for health, wellness, and to trust my body and to trust myself as I move forward. I also want to clarify before I end this that when I say healthy, good, well, bad, etc., these labels are not things I'm necessarily attaching to foods because like my idea of healthy is completely different than what your idea of healthy is, like obviously. So I don't when I say healthy, I don't mean like I only eat salmon and lean chicken breasts, like the idea that's like Instagram version of healthy. I eat what is healthy for me, Alexis Barber, not what is healthy for 20 million other people, you know? So please keep that in mind. Labeling food is something that is very like toxic and can lead to like a lot of food fear. So I don't want to take part in that. Um, It's just hard to come up with terms that are not you know, already there. So definitely thank you so much for listening. Please go ahead and share this or leave the podcast a review. More guests coming soon. Have a wonderful weekend. And don't forget, you're too smart to not love yourself. Thank you so much for listening to the Too Smart for This podcast. Be sure to leave a review if you liked it. It takes two seconds. And follow the show on Instagram at Too Smart for This Pod. Check back every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes. And make sure to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Alexis Barber for more content about lifestyle, health, and career. And don't forget, you're too smart to not love yourself.